What's up everybody, this is Chris Lazo, and I wanted to take a break from my normal introduction to the topic, which we're still gonna get into and it's still gonna be awesome, in order to thank you for sending in your questions the past couple days. If this is your first episode, I have been asking for the most frequently asked questions on public speaking, and y'all have been delivering. It is gonna be awesome. The plan is, in the next series, to hit about three questions a day, your questions, because I want to talk about what your challenges are, what your hopes and dreams are, what you want to know, and you've been doing that. Thank you so much, and it's not too late. So if you're just catching in on this, please send your most frequently asked questions to me. I'm going to answer them. You can do that by sending it to chris at chrislazo.com or hit me up on Instagram and send me a DM. I'm at instagram.com forward slash thechrislazo. I should probably clarify that these are frequently asked questions about public speaking, so please don't ask anything embarrassing about me. I will not answer those kinds of questions until at least the 100th episode. <laughs> now, without further ado... How do creative entrepreneurs make lifelong, raving fans when they communicate? That's the question. This show has the answers. My name is Chris Lazo. Welcome to the Conversional Podcast. So after public speaking and studying public speaking for over 13 years, I discovered there are five secrets behind conversional public speaking. Speaking that converts listeners into lifelong raving fans. The first secret is purpose. The second secret is voice. The third is message. The fourth is outline. And the fifth is flow. Great communicators make sure their outline flows together to express their core message. Now, before we start, go to chrislazo.com and download a free worksheet I have for you on this precise material, okay? Now, to build out your content, it helps to have a toolbox of visually supportive material. Stories, illustrations, metaphors, examples, metrics. We talked about that yesterday in the first half of flow. Now we're in the second half. Here's why. So you can very quickly end up with a lot of content when you're supporting main points with things like stories, illustrations, metaphors, examples, and metrics. And even though your material might be really good, it might not flow together, which leaves your audience lost and frustrated. And this gets easier to do the longer your presentation becomes. And you don't need to really focus too much on flow if you are recording a 15-second Instagram story. But if you're giving a 20-minute video presentation, you'll probably have enough material in there that it could get, oh, what's the word, discombobulated, confusing, if you're not careful. And so, how do you create flow once you've built out great content? That's what we're talking about. Now, before we get into this, I'm assuming that you've already charted an effective course from point A to point B. That's what we learned in our fourth secret, outline. And that that outline is delivering a single compelling idea. We looked at that in our third secret, message. Assuming that you have those two very important components, you now must glue them all together. We do this with seamless transitions. Now, how do you transition between your points? Now, I want you to imagine this for a second because you don't just have a three-point outline, problem, solution, application, which is what we talked about in a prior episode. You've probably also built out each of those points. You named the problem, but then you're supporting it with other 
evidence and supporting material and content, and your outline and your content is getting a little more expansive. As you hop between those pieces of content and those talking points, and you begin adding one talking point to the other, it's helpful to add in a small phrase to transition between one and to the other. Now, this seems really simple, but it's very powerful, and it helps in a number of ways, logically and emotionally, your listener to transition from point to point with you. They need help. They're not looking to do all the work of figuring out where you're going as the listener. That's our job as a speaker. And so we wanna make the journey from point A to point B on our listener as easy as possible. One of the ways that we can do this is through simple but powerful seamless transitions. I wanna give you two ways to do that. One, you can either summarize what you just talked about or you can segue into what you're gonna talk about, okay? Those are the two common ways to transition in a speech, summarize or segue. Let's talk about the first one. One of the things you can do when you're wrapping up a section, now I, I usually refer to anything that's a part of a single point, including the supporting evidence, that's a section or a sequence, you can summarize that whole section. And that is a great way of transitioning into the next section. Let me give you an example. You might be stating the problem in your compelling outline. And let's just say we're talking about health and you know, right now we're in the middle of this COVID thing and the shutdowns and all of that stuff. At least we are here in California where I'm doing this podcast. Might be different for you, but let's just say life is really different. People's rhythms are different and health, which even though it's really important, seems to fall to the wayside, even though they might have a lot of time on their hands or their schedules might be different than they were last year. Health seems to be one of those things that's on the decline. And so that might be your, your primary point when you come out in a speech, for example, or in a YouTube video. Maybe your point is health is really challenging today, okay? Now, unless you want your speech to be like 10 seconds long, <laughs> you're gonna wanna build it out with supporting evidence. So let's say you borrow from your toolbox, we learned about that in the last episode, and you pull out a stat to support the point you just made. So the point was, health is really challenging today. And then maybe you pull out a stat, I'm just making this up for the sake of this talk, but let's say you pull out a stat that says, and according to the New York Times or to Gallup research, there's a 20% drop off in gym memberships since March, 2020. Okay, there's an example, right? I gave a point and then I supported that point with a stat. Now, to transition well, I might conclude that whole section because there's really two thoughts there. There's the statement I made several minutes ago and then there's the stat I used to support it. So at this point, it might be helpful to summarize everything with just a little simple phrase. Health is challenging today. Now you'll notice that's the same thing I said at the very beginning. That was actually my first point. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's really helpful to summarize your original point, especially if you've got a lot of evidence and supporting content to bolster that point. People can get lost in all of the details and you just bring it around full circle and remind them what that original point was. Now there's ways of doing that. Phrases like, in summary, health is challenging. To recap, health is challenging. In other words, health is challenging. It doesn't have to be over complicated. The main idea here is that you are summarizing a section. That's one way to transition from point to point. Now, here's the second way. 
is segways. Now, I don't mean the two-wheeled motorized weight displacement vehicles that people ride around at the beach in tourist towns. I mean to move into the next section. So this is slightly different than a summary. A summary is a recap of what you just talked about. A segue is a preview of what you're going to talk about. Imagine for a moment, we'll just use that same topic, health is challenging in a post-COVID society. Let's say that your solution, right? Because that's, that's a great outline. You state a problem, but then you give a solution. Let's say your solution in this case is going to be a smoothie. <laughs> you have like the best probiotic smoothie that cuts calories, builds muscle mass, and drops fat percentage. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> you're selling this, you're about to give the pitch, and that's what your second point is going to revolve around is a healthy alternative, a smoothie. So how would a segue work from your first point? Well, you might say health is challenging in a post-COVID society, which brings me to this. There's the segue. It's a sentence stem. Or this story really gets at the heart of this. Or as you can see, now let me put this all together and I'll actually give you solutions that I've made up. Again, this isn't a health or a smoothie podcast. I'm making all of this stuff up. Don't quote it. Don't take it literally. This is just for illustration purposes. But let's say we're back at that first point. Health is challenging in a post-COVID society. Who has time? Which brings me to this. There's a healthy caloric option for busy parents on the go. There's one example. Or health is really challenging for us in a post-COVID society where it seems like we're running out of time. And this really gets at the heart of the issue. Parents need something healthy that they don't have to cook because they don't have time. There's another example. Okay, here's the last one. Health is challenging in a post-COVID society. We just don't have time and the options are limitless. It's overwhelming. As you can see, we need healthy alternatives. You see that? Which brings me to this. The story really gets at the heart of this. As you can see, those are segues. So again, in summary, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> a summary is a recap of the last section you just talked about. A segue is a preview of the next section you're gonna talk about. And these are seamless ways of transitioning between one section of your talk and the other. Why? So that people don't get lost in all of the details and are able to follow you on the journey that you're taking them through your core message. Now, when you're done, you're gonna have a bunch of sections stitched together. Depending on how long your talk is, it could be a lot of sections stitched together. It could be dozens. Transitional phrases help these sections flow together seamlessly, but you still must make sure that they flow together logically. So here's some questions I always ask whenever I'm putting together an outline that has a lot of content in it. One question I ask is, do I adequately support each point I'm making? To go back to that prior example, if my main point is health is really challenging in a post-COVID society, is my toolbox adequate to support that point in an emotional and logical sense? Or if it's a later point, for example, the solution that parents need something healthy that they don't have to cook because they don't have time. Am I supporting that well in a logical and an emotional flow? 
that's one question I ask. And to do this, you have to back up towards the end of your preparation and look at your outline from a bird's eye view to see if all of the supporting content and major points are aligned together. Now, the second question is, do my points flow together from the beginning to the end to deliver that one core message? See, this is where a lot of tangents come from. If you have three major points in your outline and you're not careful, and each of those points is like a land unto itself, you know what I'm talking about? Like in the first point, you're talking about something that could probably be its own message. And in the second point, you're talking about something that's entirely different that could be its own message. All of a sudden, you don't have three points. You have three messages crammed into one. So I like to ask, do my points flow cohesively? Meaning as you go deeper into your talk or your message, it's building on itself, not creating tangents or unrelated points. So there's my second question. Here's my third one. Once I've answered those questions, I like to ask, is there anything distracting or unclear in my outline that I can change? And this is probably one of the hardest questions for me to ask because sometimes your outline or your message is crammed full of good stuff. And it's not that your material isn't good. It's not even that it doesn't flow together cohesively. It's just maybe you don't have enough time. Maybe you've been given 20 minutes and you have a 25 minute talk. Or maybe it's good, but it's not great. And this is the editing process where we have to go through our message, looking at all of the talking points, all of the supporting evidence, all of the things from our toolbox, everything that we're using and ask ourselves, is this great material? Because if it's mediocre, it's gotta come out. Well, everybody, that brings us to the end of the five secrets of conversional speaking. We talked about purpose, voice, message, outline, and flow in two parts. I hope this was beneficial to you and helpful for you. If you wanna go through it again, maybe at your own pace or in a different medium, I've got a great tool for you that will recap these five secrets as well as help you work through them in tangible form. You can grab it at chrislazo.com. Just sign up right there on the homepage and I'll give you one, my gift to you. I am excited about the next coming few days because as you might remember, I asked for frequently asked questions and y'all really stepped up and asked a bunch of great ones. Some of them are challenging ones, but all very good ones. And I am so excited to make a series out of this. And I wanna ask for more questions. The questions you've been throwing my way are so awesome. I can't wait to dig into them. So keep them coming. You don't have to stop asking questions. Send those questions to my email, chris at chrislazo.com, or you can hit me up on instagram.com, thechrislazo is the handle, and just message me. I will keep all the questions anonymous and just read the questions during this series. My goal is to make an entire week out of real life questions that you're asking about public speaking. I want this podcast to address what you wanna talk about and what you're challenged with and struggling with and your hopes and your dreams as it pertains to speaking. And so far they've been awesome and I want more. So please send me questions. 
I want plenty to talk about. I'm gonna hit, my goal is to hit several questions a day. Continue to send those questions my way and look forward to most frequently asked questions on conversional speaking.